0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Tech Neck Podcast. I'm John Martin and I'm Dean Reverman. All right Dean it's been over a week since we returned from Vartech I'm yes. still a little exhausted I don't know about you Yes
1: no. Yes it's licking wounds is what I like Licking to say. wounds there you go yeah, I like that yeah It's you know. a very very intense time around here I got
0: some some back pain some foot pain to show for it uh, <laughs> a lot of <do> <laughs> a lot of work that piled up while do you I was required
1: medical attention was it possible yes, I, mean, anyway. you know, I
0: there's a good chance I, yeah, I may show up to a podcast wearing a boot in the future just as FYI <laughs> oh, it not, gonna- not it was a pre-Vartech issue that has just was exacerbated so, if
1: I so. see the expense come through for the masseuse or yeah, something like yeah. that, yeah, just, there you go. Or the chiropractor, just let it go. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that sounds good. Yeah, okay, I appreciate enough. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a great show, though. It was a good There's show. There was lots of energy. We had a big good. turnout. Mm-hmm. Now, we know not everybody can attend this. Obviously. That's right. That's right. You know, it was kind of a little bit of an invite only type it thing, is, basically. Sure. But yeah. we, we don't want everyone to miss out on this. No. There's a lot of good stuff we learned. A lot of good stuff. Lots of good folks we heard from. Lots of things we want to talk about that we can give you, the listener who did not get to attend, or even if you did, you can't have done everything. That's right. I mean, you know, there's yeah. only so much time, so, yeah, so, yeah. so much
1: to do. Only one education so, session at a time yeah, you can go to. Exactly. Yeah, so sure. we want
0: to give you some of the highlights of the show, some of the things that we took away, what we experienced out of it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, what we did at some of the, the various sessions, the people we heard from that spoke f- to us, yep. what it was like on the Code Zone floor, yep. some of the, uh, the, the software companies that were there that, that kind of mm-hmm. caught our attention, uh, educational sessions mm-hmm. you, a little bit of everything we're going to try to catch you up as best we can here and rack our brains one last time one last time on all things vortex 2022 bed. there that's you right. go uh, it's time to plug in and get connected
2: welcome to the tech connect podcast it's time to get connected
0: Dean so let's start off let's do a quick little overview so this was September 12th and 13th in Orlando I always think it's funny when we talk about it as two days because you know we are in there you know for a longer getting ready and set up and then we not to mention the months ahead of time just planning (laughs) stuff and getting everybody on board (laughs) The time yeah. spent after figuring out what we did there yeah. and what we have to do after the fact. For sure. But it's really just two days. It's a two-day it show. But it's a yeah. packed two days. Yeah. So uh, give me some of the numbers here. You probably have this stuff. Yep. Um, as far as number of attendees, yep. vendors, software companies, give me some of the breakdown.
1: Yeah. So this year, we, were, I can say we were back to 2019 levels, mm-hmm. which was awesome. We had about 1,400 total attendees. Uh, at the show so that's well it's where we it's more than we were last year and again analogous to where we were in 2019 which is awesome we did have contingencies from all of our operating areas so we had folks from Canada the US of course Latin America Mexico and EMEA so we had uh, Europeans that came over this year which was awesome because obviously we've been growing our business in EMEA and um, there was just a connection there we needed to bring those folks in and they're traveling again so right and so part of the vibe overall was it just it was good to see people. Yeah, it was no good to, from across the world, literally, and meet some folks you maybe have never even met because they started in the last couple of and years. You're, or so yeah. you're working with them, you see yeah. them on uh, Skype or, or Zoom or whatever, yeah, exactly. and boom, and now you got it. So. That was awesome. Vendors, software companies, we had a record amount as well. We had right around 130 or so, 131, I think was the final number of total uh, exhibitors. Right. But in that, what was fascinating here is we had 63 software companies. Yeah. So we had a significant showing of software companies. And folks, I mean, it just it just goes to to show you that really the software development community is going to have an impact on the channel. It is already having an yep. impact. We all, as resellers, as distributors, we've got to keep our eye on that. Ball, uh, because those folks are just—it's—it's it's the wild west a little bit. Right. But you know, we need to see who the players are going to be, and so that was kind of exciting having those folks there. So it was—it was packed. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of reinforces our our kind of
0: ideology and the strategy that we've had at Blue yeah. Star of like, hey, we wanted to build out the the software ecosystem. We mm-hmm. want to build out this partnership ecosystem. This mm-hmm. idea of. Building full solutions, the tech stack that you always right. talk about, yep. mm-hmm. and I feel like this show very much reinforced that because again, you had so many people that wanted to be there, wanted to participate, wanted to talk to our our resellers, mm-hmm. so many of our resellers that wanted to be there and meet these folks. Mm-hmm. Like, it to me is very clear. Like, all right, we're not just you know guessing at what we think is helpful and useful for the channel right That's now, right. we right. saw it live. We saw we it happen. We, we saw did. the people show up. They wanted to be there. They wanted to show, you know, what they had to offer. They wanted to be part of this channel and what it offers. And I mean, and that was kind of a, a running theme of the show was this idea of this whole, like you mentioned, this whole global, yep. you know, kind of environment like our, what was our tagline we were using, whether your next opportunity is across town or across the globe the or yep. across mm-hmm. the region or whatever, you know, we you know we want to partner you up with the right people can help you
1: support that. That's so, right. Now, getting back to the software. Folks, important to note: 24 of the companies that came had never been to a Vartec. That's impressive, and or new to the channel. Right. So, so I mean, again, just to further emphasize the fact that there are companies out there that are very that are playing in our world. They're very interested in getting in tapped into the reseller community. So when we talk about AI, when we talk about machine vision type companies, they're out there and they're really eager. They've right. got great solutions. Right. I mean, like a very simple one, like wait time. And not to go off the you know down a path here, but I mean a really simple solution yep, that uses yep. machine vision just to see where people are and give you some analytics Man, behind basic it. Basic crowd management, basic yeah. crowd management stuff. But what a great solution! Yeah. And 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 they want resellers to resell it, and they want to right, work in our community. Right. Uh, what a great little bullet to put in your holster, you know, when you're going out and making solutions. Right. So that kind of stuff. is and, you
0: know, and that's a very good point you made there too, because I think sometimes mm-hmm. you, we'll talk to some resellers who. Kind of have not a negative attitude towards software companies, but mm-hmm. at least we will kind of be like, well, yeah. a lot of these software companies, they just want to go out and sell direct themselves. They want to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. They may go and buy the hardware themselves or whatever and mm-hmm. just take care of all the business. They don't seem to want to work then
1: with Then they're going to take my customer. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, right. Clearly, yeah. this demonstrates
0: – that's not true. It's you know, not true. Yeah. When you have so many that showed up and, again, so of them that were brand new yep. to to us, to the channel, to this show that showed up and said, hey, I'm looking for partners I want to work with you guys we don't want to be the ones that do all of this we want to trust in you to do it and sell our solutions alongside us mm-hmm. that that's that's that that hopefully just you know dissuades some of that fear and that anxiety about software companies swooping in and stealing business away we, we hope away
1: so I mean it's something that we as a community need to keep doing and, and getting sharp on and and right. when I think one of the value adds that blue star brings to the table is that I mean we're kind of vetting these companies because we ask them very specific questions before they even get engaged you know we're asking them about what kind of support structure do you have? Right. How are you going to uh, compensate resellers? You know, what does that look like? You know, what's your program look like? And so by asking these very direct questions, you know, we can tell whether or not they're just kind of Fishing to see what they can do, but you, to right. your point, they're more of a direct right. type. Or they truly do want to be a channel play and and have that be a significant part of it, so yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: Well, let's let's get into the show itself yep. and you know, and some of the things we did along the way. So day one opens up. We always have the big opening session at the yep. beginning of the day. We gather everybody together. Um, you know, get we got you up on stage, front and center this year. This yeah, was, this was somebody your, had to do it. Your your, your <laughs> first one to really be shine out there and That's be out right. front and center. You did a That's great right. job. Uh, so a, a lot of, but I noticed a lot of you opening speech is uh, themed around this idea of opportunity (laughs) Mm -hmm. and of transitioning our business a little bit. And again, Mm -hmm. a lot of the things we talk about regularly on this show and a lot of what Blue Star stands for, this idea of not being the same old VAR. That's right. That what what a VAR meant even 10 years ago, 20 years ago, maybe even five years ago at this Mm -hmm. point, pre-pandemic, is not the same as what it means right now. That's right. A lot of stuff has changed in the time in between. There's a you know again this whole idea of building a you know a partnership alliance building an ecosystem with you know services mm. and software companies and mm-hmm. you know vendor partners and distributors like us this whole mm-hmm. idea of being one big blended big you know mm-hmm. system that we can all rely on together to go mm-hmm. out and win opportunities that doesn't happen if you still think about yourself as just the traditional VAR that used to, that used to be again especially after this global pandemic is shaking right. things up and changed yeah. a lot.
1: The VAR 2.0 requires new business models, right, that are OpEx-driven, consumption-based, SaaS services. We've got solutions for you as well here. And while you're there, of course, Blue Star has some services. We're a value-added distributor. Let us show you what a value-added distributor can do for you. We can enable you from a global perspective. If you have a deal that you want here, but you need to take it across the country or across a region, we've got solutions for you. If you need configuration help, site surveys, things like that, whatever we can do to amplify the size of your business, we got that. Looking for some innovative marketing techniques, the best in the channel, dare I say, we got that too through things like appware solutions. So let us show you what value add distribution means. And finally, you need collaboration, right? And that's what the evening events are all about. Don't be shy, folks. Get out there, get to know these new innovative folks. That's how you're gonna drive your business. There is a ton of potential right here in this room.
0: So talk a little bit more about that. Like, you know, what was – give a little more of the sense of, like, your themes from from yep. that opening session and kind of what you were getting at about this idea of opportunity and transitioning to the future.
1: Yeah. And, in fact, I like the way Mick put it. He's like, it's, we've all been, like, taken on the shoulders and just, like, <laughs> shook, you no right no doubt, for the last couple no of years. And, and that does. But uh, so what we, what we build it under is VAR 2.0, right? We, we really kind of think that people need to start thinking differently. Now that we've kind of come out of this, again, you know, kind of seismic activity that that happened socially and business wise and things of that nature it's a good time to kind of reset uh, and so when you think about it, you know, we were thinking, well, no, th- you got to start thinking like a VAR 2.0. Like, right, what is the right. VAR, what is the next iteration of the VAR going to look like? It, to your point, the old way is out, right? You right, can't right. just be that one t- trick or two trick pony out there that's, oh, you know, I'm just going to install this POS and walk away or I'm just going to put in this WMS system and we're good to go. And
0: right, uh, that's right. just not... Sell you some scanners, sell you a printer, we're done. Yeah, you know, we're done we're here. Good, yeah.
1: yeah, Call us if you got any issues yeah. kind of a thing. Next time I mean, you
0: need something new, you all come say, Something new, yeah. yeah.
1: So, what well, we think the Var 2.0 needs are a couple things: partnerships, right? I mean, right. the the phrase is "partner assisted" is is kind of the catchphrase that you're hearing a lot of in the channel. And to me, I'm a firm believer in it. You know, right. if you're going to grow your business, if you're going to get to where a Var 2.0 needs to be, you need to have partners along the way right. to to help you. That yes, I'll bring back the tech stack. You know, who's going to be in the trenches with you? What are the great partners that are going to be in those trenches to help you build your business? and help you add to your tech stack. It's gotta be through partnership. So we talked a little bit about that. Of course, everybody is aware of new business models that you gotta make, right? Right, Whether it's consumption-based, whether it's as a service, you and I have talked ad nauseum about those types of things, but if you're not in on that, if you don't have something like that in your repertoire today, you 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 have to. Yeah. That's what the VAR yeah. 2.0 is. That's what solution integrators are going to look like uh, in the future. Uh, and then again, you know, just getting back to just the ability to add on to your tech stack or a- add tech stack to whatever your core is right now. You You need to take a look at your business. What are you doing today? expose yourself to some of these partners. Expose yourself to what's happening maybe on the fringes, maybe mm-hmm. in the edge with mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and how can you start embracing some of that so you can start keep, keep winning into the future. Yep. So, yeah, those were the main big things that we were talking about as yep. far as VAR 2.0.
0: Yeah, and hopefully that resonated with the audience. I think it did. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, again, I think it was like uh, the prevailing theme of this idea of like, mm-hmm. it's not the same old business anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we brought everybody back in that it, we've, we've been apart for so long. We're getting back together. We shouldn't be expecting to do the same things, mm-hmm. why? You know, yeah, it's right. it's not it's not the same world that it was. It's a not, few dude. years ago. I mean, think regardless
1: about it. of a pandemic. It's it's just the world never stays the same. Right. You Nothing. Know? Yeah. Everything changes. People are different. Mm-hmm. Employees are different. Uh, ecosystems are a little bit different. So yep. you just need to kind of think that way because your customers are thinking that way. Right. Right. And so you can still build on the relationships that that you have. You know, the one good thing that comes out of doing an event because I know two years ago we were all even questioning: Are people even going to do <laughs> events anymore? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, type of a thing. But there is still value. We're humans. There's still value in being across, you know, from somebody and talking to them about what your needs are and what you're trying to do and right. having that collaboration. I don't know that that ever goes away. It right. doesn't feel the same on Zoom and stuff like that. So, you know, events are still relative. And when you when you think about how you're going to keep growing your business into the future it's through those types of partnerships. So I, yeah. I think that that's, you know, it's important to keep events like that going on in my, in my yeah. estimation. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, wait a minute. You were instrumental in well, being <laughs> VAR 3.0. <0. laughs> say we had a
0: little bit of fun during that session. We got a, a call from the future, <laughs> from the the VAR of the far future from 2050,
1: VAR 3.0. Yes. Who uh, stumbled into VAR tech, shall we say? Stumbled into VAR tech. Their, in. their way in. Hacked their way
0: in. A robotic, you know, digital avatar that showed up on screen to tell, us a little bit about the future. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun, actually. Um, yeah. I got to sit behind the scenes and do a little digital facial capture. I or say it wasn't your face that. up on the screen. Yeah, it was, was like a,
1: it was a right, uh,
0: yeah, like like kind of like a you know a, a robot of the future, 3D kind of thing. three, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, uh, like it, very weird exaggeration of features. I had to be very, <laughs> ca- I felt like I had to be very careful with my mouth. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I, I've yet to see and you, your eyes. And that's true. I've yet to see the final product at all either. I can't wait to actually oh, watch the video. Oh yeah, and okay. See, I mean, other than like I could see in front of me what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I also kind of had my script
1: there to go from, right. you know, in order to, yeah. you know, so
0: I was trying not to watch myself too closely. Yeah. But I noticed like if I moved my mouth a little too much, like it was very exaggerated. Uh, so, so let
1: me give a little bit more context. So so just to set the stage for those of you that weren't there, our stage <laughs> for the opening session is, is pretty big. I mean, right, it's like right. 60 feet wide and 20 feet deep. And behind it, it has an equally big LED board. Right. It's like Huge, 40 yeah. feet wide, 20 feet tall and so the interruption comes in the middle and john you know through uh avatar basically the 3d mapping of, of the face is you're huge i mean your your face is 20 feet high and your shoulders i'm are so glad it was a digital wide. avatar because i definitely didn't need my own face that
0: big up on screen <laughs> no one needs to see that so. look
1: let's break this down i got some questions for you okay. when do we finally get this supply chain issue under control <laughs>
0: control d that's that's cute that's funny hey uh, let's put it this way my mom started this company and a device that she ordered in 2021 just showed up last week i won't
3: say what vendor was but they know who they are
1: yikes yikes so what about consumer tech then what's the landscape look like in 2050
3: well let's see there's basically four companies that own everything by now you know all that consolidation it's amazon google
0: disney and hostess Mm. yeah hostess Really? Yeah, once we found out processed pastries were an alternative energy source, it was game over for the fossil fuel industry. (laughs) Seriously, you can
3: get 600 miles to the Twinkie, it's nuts!
1: But you're right; it did, and so. He, but he's backstage, and he's, he's got a camera on him, and it's doing a real time mapping, which actually worked pretty well. I mean, the yeah, latency yeah. was a little, little slow, but it, but and in, in general is really good. Yeah. yeah uh, but no you're doubt. right; it does kind of accentuate yeah. stuff. so It was weirdly.
0: it was fun. I basically get to do a stand-up routine, <laughs> sort of, you know, like a channel based stand-up routine. Uh, I we, we should have these videos up on our website. We hopefully, will by the time we will. this episode comes out. I will drop those links in the show notes. Yeah. I highly recommend checking them out. You know, they're yeah. good. Obviously, great content from you. You know, out there talking. About about the future of our channel <laughs> that stuff was a lot of fun uh, we got some other content too but that was yeah. that was a good time i appreciated the opportunity
1: yeah. to do yeah, that, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. so anyway the var 3.0 <laughs> gave us lots of you know things to think about yes in exactly. the future yes. yes
0: and and also tried to reiterate the idea that we're on the right track that's here, right you know that's right into the future that's right. yeah uh after that we had our keynote speaker which yeah. can i just say how grateful i am that we didn't do that our fun bit after mick oh, was on stage man, right? because i was a little verklempt back there no doubt everybody was everybody uh, so was. this was mick ebeling he's the uh, the ceo and founder of not impossible labs mm-hmm. and if you've never heard of them again i will put a link to them in the show it's highly recommend checking out their site watching some of his videos if you get a chance to see him talk it's fantastic uh but he basically like you know founded this company on the idea of Tackling projects, you know, very human, humanistic projects that people would say are impossible. Mm -hmm. So it started off with him helping an artist who was Mm -hmm. stricken with ALS Mm -hmm. be able to communicate better with his family Mm -hmm. and actually draw again, even you know, just just by doing a little bit of work with some you know some glasses and a little bit of you know technology. And that's the big part of their what they do. Also, their ecosystem is built around using technology and innovation to solve very human problems. Yep. And he, you know, he, he had this story all about helping children injured in the Sudanese. Civil War, mm-hmm. um, you know, giving them new limbs to work with. Mm-hmm. And basically it's all of these these principles, this idea is about connecting need with a story in order mm-hmm. to drive compassion. I thought mm-hmm. that was the most compelling part of it, is this idea that you can, and he 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 illustrated it very very well in a in a part of his speech where he he talks about hunger, mm-hmm. and he mentions this idea of like who out here wants to help me solve world hunger, and mm-hmm. you can in the audience. And I granted I was still backstage, so I couldn't see the audience, but you can tell people were like, I don't know how to respond to this. You mm-hmm. know what am I supposed to do here? Mm-hmm. And he acknowledged, like he knew that was going to be the response. Yeah, and then he tells this story about a vet. Who you know was struggling with you know PTSD yep. and some you know yep. some uh, a guy right outside of his problems. studio right, right yeah. at his, where, where he worked. exactly yeah. and and couldn't you know couldn't you know uh, uh, keep his life together and struggled to you know make ends meet and to feed himself tells this story about that and then points out like hey who wants to contribute a few bucks to help him eat a meal and everybody's on board with yeah, that. right yeah. and his point was that when you take You know, something as big as things like world hunger or substance abuse or, you know, the wars that leave children broken in other countries. Mm -hmm. And you pull it down to single stories. You tell individual stories about individual people. People are much more inclined to help and participate. Mm -hmm. And that all it means then is that we all just need to start finding as many of those stories as possible Mm -hmm. and keep building all those stories. And you do it long enough with enough people, and eventually you help all the people you need to help. That's right.
3: So I just asked you guys a second ago, who here wants to solve the hunger problem, right? None of you put your hands up. What if I said it this way? After today, after this, I'm gonna go do a book signing with y'all and then I'm gonna hop on a flight and I'm gonna go back to Los Angeles. I'm gonna be back in Los Angeles this evening. I'm gonna leave my hat right here. I'm gonna flash up a QR code at the end. Who here wants to buy Jimmy a sandwich tonight? Anybody want to do that? Why, why was that different? Why was that a different thing? Because now hunger has a name. Hunger has a face, hunger has a story. Maybe you've got a son or daughter who's served. Maybe you've dealt with addiction. Maybe you've, someone in your family or friends have dealt with addiction. But now it's no longer this, this massive issue called hunger that you can't really contemplate or wrap your arms around. Now hunger's been reduced down to a name and a face and a person and a story. So what we do at Non-Impossible, when we're tackling these global absurdities, is we always start by asking ourselves the question, who's the one? Who's the one? Because we know that if we can solve it for one, if we can focus our energy on the one, and then we can tell the story about that one, then that's how we can scale and help it many people. Does that make sense? What did you
0: take away from his
1: uh I, his I don't keynote. know. I thought he was the best keynote we've ever hired. Uh, and I love Jason Redman last year, who was <laughs> awesome. Uh, but Jason, if you're listening to this, you got to go to notimpossible.com uh, and, and see Mick's story, because it, it is unbelievable what yeah, he's done. Yeah. And, and just the human way in which he tells the story, it is, it, f- folks, if you're out there, go to notimpossible.com and read up on his stories, because he is the real deal. Their company is the real deal. Yeah. Uh, he was a video producer, you yeah. know, basically uh that went on a dinner date as he tells the story with his wife and in that conversation this dinner date he met the family of the first tempt, you know yeah. the first artist that they he's like you know he just thought it was absurd that this this man this artist who had came down with ALS uh who could know really all he could do is blink his eyes and he just heard the whole story and it's yeah. just fascinating and he thought it was absurd and so he was all in right he committed and then they figure it out, which is kind of their their motto, you know, commit yeah, to something. Yeah. And then I you figure out idea. how to get like, that it's, done. It's like, it's kind of like the, you know, move fast and break stuff, right. but yes. yet at a
0: different, but yet almost flipped and in a different kind of scale, yeah. like commit yeah. to something yeah. that is maybe bigger than anything you can possibly imagine yeah. and then figure out how to do yeah. it, like make it happen.
1: And so in this dinner date, you know, and he's, he's hearing this story from the family of, of Tempt and it's like yeah, well, no, we know we, we haven't been able to talk to him. And he's like, don't you have one of those Stephen Hawking machines right. where like you can just look and it's like, you know, you can you can type words? And they're like, no, bro, we, got, you know, we don't have the insurance. Yeah, we don't have yeah. money for that. <laughs> we don't he's have like, Stephen Hawking money. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I'm going to do this for you. And so that was the commit, right? He's right, like, no, right. we're, we're going to do this. And, and better yet, yeah, we're going to make it so you can draw again. And then right, then right. they went home and they're like, what the hell did we yeah. just say? And now we got to figure this out. And they did. And they figured it out by like glasses that you buy on Venice Beach. I'm talking sunglasses. Right. Right, and they right, poked out right. the lenses and they put webcams on it and, and got these programmers and they did this hacking and the, and that was the catalyst, right? Yeah. And, and then ever since then, now he's been doing these stories. So I'm telling you, wasn't a dry eye in the, in the in the building. No. People had to like leave for like 20 minutes and like collect themselves, yeah. myself included. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, because I had to come on after him and say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: Thanks, "Hey, Mick. everybody, Kevin! Yeah, Thanks, you yeah know. but he has Thanks a really—it's you know.
1: a good story. If you, if you have the time, it—they it, they are the real deal. It's 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 worth looking at their website. Yes. And if you ever can see Mick uh, talk, he's the real deal. Definitely agree for sure. Definitely agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about Code Zone. This—I okay. this, mean, let's be honest. Code Zone is
0: kind of the heart of our Yes. Yeah, you know, everybody comes there. You know, it's they, like the you know, beating heart. Yeah, there's all this great stuff we can do around it. But at the end of the day. It, this is a trade show and people want to come they want to see the new stuff they want to yep. see the new hardware they want to talk to the vendors they want to mm-hmm. talk to software companies they want to you know interact and find out you know wh- wh- who can help wh- who out with opportunities mm-hmm. it's you know it's where everything happens now uh, this code zone floor. I know we we'd been to this place before. This was the Rosen Shingle Creek yep, Resort. Yep. I know we'd been there before. Actually, it was the year that my son was born. So you know, at at during that time. So mm-hmm. obviously, I wasn't there. You weren't there. there. I yeah. missed I missed that one. I was very impressed by this place, though, and, and the show floor in particular felt. Much more open than any of the mm-hmm. other ones that would I've that I've been to so far. Mm-hmm. Like it felt very open. It felt like mm-hmm. there was a lot of space to move, and again, for a show where we had so many attendees and we mm-hmm. were back to pre-pandemic levels of attendance, mm-hmm. that was helpful. And I think especially what really stood out to me also is I loved that our Tech Connect City. Which is our area where we have all of our software companies set up shop, or most of them set up shop, you know, little little pods that they can set up at and talk to, you know, talk to folks as they come through. I love that we had a very open design for that this year. Yeah, yeah. In the past a couple of times, we've kind of had like maybe its yep. own little, like literally like sectioned like off a city. area. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah a little yeah. city you kind of mm-hmm. walk through. And mm-hmm. we've had some very creative stuff with that too. But I love about this one that as soon as you walked in the front doors yeah. and you got into see. any of the aisles, you look to the back and yep. you can see them back there, right?
1: Yep. You yep. know
0: they're there. It was very readily accessible. It was mm-hmm. easy for people to, to walk over to. And find them, mm-hmm. um, and I loved it. They were just kind of right out there, right in front of folks. And, and I, from my time, I was usually over in our Blue Star booth, and was right there next to Tech Connect City. Like it, they were always busy, always busy, always right? people wandering yeah. through there, yeah. wanting. to Which talk is exactly to
1: them. what yeah. we wanted. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I think we really, really pulled that one off mm-hmm. this year. I think even more than than usual. So what were some of your thoughts? Yeah, on no, I thought it was a really,
1: really good vibe on the floor, and you could tell that for a lot of people, this is the first time they've been out to a, to an event like this, they yeah. or that they've seen product in two years for crying out loud. And usually we're talking about the kinds of people, look, we're geeky too. We love to like, you know, get a printer and open it up. Right. And you know, what does this thing look like? Or bang a, bang a barcode scanner <laughs> on there. Is this thing really rugged? Uh, kind of a thing. So, you know, it was just awesome. You don't want to have the that. Tesla Cybertruck moment, yeah? You know, where you
0: <laughs> chuck a rock out a window and it shatters. You know? Well, I mean, that's
1: what they're trying to do. Well, well, yeah, yeah let's, true. let's see if yeah. we can break it. So it was awesome <laughs> to see that. Uh, to have people be able to see the latest technology. Because I'm telling you, like, we had a lot of Canadians there. Yeah. A yeah. lot of folks from Europe, Europe uh, that haven't really seen that stuff. So a lot of good stuff. The feedback we got is the engagement was high, which is awesome. A lot of interest in the in the new opportunities that are happening. And of course, we were highlighting a lot of things that we have uh, as new opportunities, mm-hmm. and, and we talked about it in the opening session, and we were showcasing it there. Such such things as you know the electric vehicle charging stations. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when you put a Porsche EV <laughs> on the floor, it's going to be like this honeycomb, <laughs> and people are just going to be like are yeah, surrounded. In- of
0: which, I don't know if you you I think you came out there eventually, but like those of us that were out like working setting up stuff in Code Zone yeah. on was that Saturday I guess yeah. Saturday or Sunday yeah. before, like they rolled that thing in there, Right. and it was, like every person in the room just stopped, stopped. dead in their tracks and just watched <laughs> it rolling in the
1: whole time because you can't hear it. No. Not, it's not. like this, you know. Grr, 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 grr. No, it's, yeah, it was. It it's just. just it's just whispering. By. It's it just way in. Yeah. Right in. It we're all mesmerized beautiful. by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the opportunity there that we were pitching is electric vehicle charging stations, and obviously, there's going to be a significant amount of demand uh, for those types of things. Yep. Programmatic digital at of home we had uh, there as well. You know, good stuff. To your point, the the whole TSC or ISV area very engaged. So you know, it's just good to see a, a floor that was a buzz of activity. Yeah. Again, yeah, with people genuinely wanting to get, see what's what's the latest, what's happening, where are some of these new yeah. opportunities? So I thought it was like loud. It was like yeah. it was engaged yeah. the whole time. Yep. You know. And I
0: felt like like everyone just seemed like they were just in good spirits. Yeah. Right. You know, and again, it was part of I'm sure was that just they were excited to get out and do something like this. For but sure. Just, everyone seemed to be happy there. Like anytime I interacted with someone, mm. like if they came back to the Blue Star booth or were asking questions or you know, mm. had you know, had something they were looking for, or whatever, they all seemed to be in good spirits. Everybody was excited to yep. to to talk to who they wanted to talk to. Everybody yep. had like you said, great feedback. Everything just seemed very positive. It was yeah. a very it was a very positively positivity driven show, I
1: think absolutely. I and like so if be. you weren't able to be there and 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 you know, one of the things that I think is out there is it, I'll just remind folks, if you're looking for, some of the new latest technology come to us and ask for demo products um, yep. because we yep. have them you know I know that a lot of your teams probably haven't seen product in a, in a little while there have been some advancements that we're seeing on the floor that's what we're here for yep. you know yep. reach out to our BDM team we can get you demos we can get it in the hands of your engineers so that they can kind of see the latest Definitely. and greatest as well
0: and keep an eye out for our road shows too we still oh, have yeah, you know, really on, that goes out on the yep. road on yep. a regular basis for sure. um, the 2U tour whatever whatever we're calling yep. it we're maybe. going to
1: Denver and then we're going to be in San Jose for the rest of this year too. Yeah. Yeah, so, so
0: and there'll be a whole new slate next year, I'm yep. sure. So you know if you want, you know, if you if you're not someone who gets to go to Vartech, you can get like a kind of a mini localized mm-hmm. regional version of that experience Bingo. all around the country. Even we we were doing it in Canada now too. Yep. yep. So like you know don't hesitate, go to our website, go to bluestarring.com If you go under the I think it's what the shows, shows or events, you know, show, events, events. section, mm-hmm. yes. You'll always find like you know a, a map of those. And if and if you don't see one or if you're curious where we're going to be at some point or you want to make a pitch for us to Come to your city or something. Yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah. Reach out. Reach out to one to one of our media. Reach BDMs, out to yep. your your uh, sales account rep. manager and yeah, and, mm-hmm. and you know we'll be happy to take Say, that hey, into account. And
1: come on over to our world. Exactly. You know yeah. we're always looking we're for mapping new places that out, to go. So for sure. and again,
0: you you get a lot of that Code Zone experience, yeah. maybe a little slightly smaller scale. You know, oh, yeah, it's not yeah. not quite as many <laughs> it's companies. Not 130 booths, <laughs> right. but, but but you'll you know, get that same kind of feel. Yeah. Exactly. And you get to get hands on and see some cool new stuff and meet some interesting people. So, Definitely do that.
1: Yep. It was a good vibe.
0: All right. Let's talk a little. Bit about the regional breakouts, I unfortunately yep. did not get a chance to attend the U.S. Did you go? Oh to that? no! What, yes, what did, I did. What, what did we get yep.
1: into there? So, okay, so we have regional breakouts as a part of of our tech, where the Europeans and the Latin American folks and uh, the Canadians all went into their rooms and they had various things. You know, those folks generally talk about what's happening in the region, right? Unless you're from Latin America, and they had a whole big soccer game that they <laughs> played. And, yeah, they had they had a good time. But which for them, they, it's they always all do, about yeah. it's always about fraternizing yep. and just getting to know one yep. another, and and that's. Awesome, because there is always a good vibe coming out of that. But in the U.S., we had uh, Dan Bratland from CoCard, at which um, he he gave a presentation that I saw earlier in the year, and it was really, really good. It's all around how you kind of kind of picking on uh, on the theme that we opened with, you know, the VAR 2.0. But his angle is more how you need to change your sales approach and how you need to change your service approach, right? Uh, and 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 where things are kind of you know where things are moving a little bit. He opened up his this whole session, kind of talking about how a lot of resellers are in this mature phase, right? Like,
2: But eventually we will grow our business to where we have this sort of comfort. You know, we're driving the cars we want, our kids are going to nice schools, we got this house, and we just want to maintain. It's the maintaining mode. However, eventually what happens is competition moves in, technology changes. If we don't watch it, businesses will start this sort of decline mode. And traditionally, most entrepreneurs and business people, that is when they start thinking about making changes in their business. In fact, they try to hang on, we try to hang on as long as we can until we're forced to change our company because we're no longer maintaining what we were doing. And that's the worst time to think about change, isn't it? When your back is against the wall and you probably have less resources, So when do we think about change? We should think about change. Once leveling levels off, the growth levels off, that is when you need to start thinking about what is gonna be your next critical change in your business.
1: A lot of our technologies have been out there for a little while, so what do you do? And he introduced the concept of Kaizen, which is a a Japanese concept of change for the good. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's just this whole idea about continuous small improvements in your business uh, and what your your strategy and t- continuing to try to grow your business, not staying stagnant, right? You don't want to just kind of stay right, put. Right. You want to grow. Uh, and that's what his his presentation was all about. And He really gives a good angle on that. Then he was talking about how, you know, sales teams are, are structured differently. We've talked about mm-hmm. it, how, you know, mm-hmm. like the sales role was kind of changed a little bit. You know, right. gone are kind of the traditional smile and dial sales, you know, it's, it's, it's more, it's much more of a relationship build and, and uh, so consultative consultative. Absolutely. So he was really kind of, you know, Hammering away on that, and, and just trying to convince folks that hey, if you have these old structures and in, in your team environment, you really need to start rethinking that. Right, uh, right. From a customer service perspective, from a sales perspective, really, really good stuff. Um, you know, we will. This is one that we will also post uh, up on the website. So if you're if you're looking for maybe a different angle on how companies are approaching their sales and their customer service in today's world that is highly relevant to the channel because Dan lives in the channel Right. really really good insight I, 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 it's worth the 40 minute watch just to see what he has to say awesome for well, sure I'll definitely yeah. have to check it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good stuff
0: alright so that was all okay everything we just talked about that was all day one I know <laughs> we're not even out of the first day I told you we pack a lot into these two days that was all day one that we, we did all this stuff here so day two yeah. we kicked off with Tech Connect Live yep. uh, which you know we, we love to do this it's always our opportunity to give those ISVs, TSCs, that opportunity to get out on stage, mm-hmm. talk about who they are. We give them 90 seconds out there just to kind of give a quick overview of who they are, why they're there, what they're looking for in partners. Mm-hmm. A great, you know, a great resource for them to kind of pitch themselves very quickly to our audience of ours and say, hey, if you want to learn more, if you want to partner up, if this is what you're looking for, if this is what you need, if, if you see the opportunity here." Come meet with us. Come talk to us. We'll we'll start working on some stuff together. Yep. How many did we have total? I think we ended up with forty-two. Forty. No. 40. No. Was, yeah. Forty-three, something so, yeah, like that. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, uh, so you and I hosted this this together up on stage this year. Yep. Um, gratefully, we we kind of just sat off to one side, pretending like we were doing <laughs> a little faux podcast sort of thing. And, and mostly it was just about really well. It did mostly it was just about introducing them, bringing them out on stage, get yep, a little light banter about. in between. because it yeah. it's all about them. The focus is uh, pretty much on on them. For sure. And I'll be honest, uh, I, I unfortunately because of you, we're so busy trying to like you know map out who's next and what are we going to do next, and what are we going to say, and we, I couldn't quite hear them all the time because mm-hmm. you know the, the speakers are facing out yep. so i didn't hear yep. all the pitches as much as i wanted to so i'm, I'm eager to kind of review this again too mm-hmm. and go through some of these but tell me you know are there any of the isvs that really stood out to you is there you know yeah. a couple that, that really kind of caught your attention that you want to chat a little bit yeah
1: for sure there were th- three specifically that i was like "Ooh, this is this is really good stuff and and, and again the atmosphere here is that w- that we conduct during tech connect live is just enough to wet your whistle or get yeah. you you're a little yep. bit interested yep. in what what it is they have that they're pitching uh, and, and the whole idea is go go talk to them if you right, want more right. information. But Zeblock, I thought, did a really, really good job. And yeah. we've got a unique relationship that we're trying to develop with these folks. Uh, they have AI microcloud scaling AI to the edge. And, you know, so when we talk about as we do, you know, edge compute and what are the solutions going to be out there? Uh, how are we How are we going to enable our partners to deploy those types of things? It's going to be through a partner like Zevlock that that's going to happen. I mean, they've got a, a really interesting platform, uh, this AI micro cloud idea uh, that can deploy multiple different AI solutions, whether it's... Um, you know whether it's wait time, whether it's uh, people counting, whether it's—it's it's just a lot that we're going to build, and a lot of more information will come out later about what we're developing with Zeblock. But you know these are the kinds of these are the kinds of folks—they're in the Intel ecosystem as well, by the way. Right, they're an right. in- Intel partner.
0: And we should point out that Intel sponsored this, this show, and they yep. they came out and did a couple of nice presentations about yep. supporting local manufacturing. For and, sure. You know, and the opportunity to 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 grow U.S. business. So mm-hmm. they were very help- and they brought a, a, several of these ISVs. in. To, to be part of this show, so we appreciate their help.
1: And because, right, it's an ecosystem, and it needs to be a vetted ecosystem. Right. So, th- through the partnerships that Blue Star and Intel and folks like Zeblock are doing, I mean, that's how we're going to all be successful moving into, into the future. So, really, I mean, there's just a lot of chatter around AI, and when you have a partner like that that gets it, they have a platform that is really, really unique. That I think that uh, you know, again, resellers are going to be able to leverage in the future. Really, really cool stuff. Right. Then we had some really Niche stuff. Fleet Alert. Yep. Innovative, did list, you yeah. have that yep, on your did, list? Yeah. Innovative forklift fleet management. I'm, mean, come on. How well, much does not get any more expensive? We talk all the time. Yeah.
0: We talk about the, you know, the the very targeted industry stuff. We love to, when we do, when we get to do marketing campaigns, like end user marketing mm. campaigns, we love to work with the software companies that have sure. a very specific targeted audience beyond just like, well, I'm looking to reach out to retail. Like, okay. Yeah. Right. You know, as everybody else. So is everybody else. It's so yeah. hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> get then, in line yeah, with the, the other. But when you say, and we talk, about this on last week's pod. You know about the marketing stuff, whatever. When you have one that says something like "We're looking to target convenience stores with a solution about tracking scratch-off lottery tickets," ah, oh, much better. That's a whole different gambit. Yes. G- that's a very specific story. We can market you're the hell out of that. Exactly. Yeah. So I looked at that Fleet Alert was one. I was just like, "All right, I'm like, that's there. There's a very clear, concise story. You got forklifts. You yeah. need to keep track of them. You yep. need to maintain them. Yep. We can help you do that. I love that. I love yeah. that. Kind yeah, of story. it was a
1: really, really good one. So an innovative uh, company there you <laughs> really niche. And then the last one I had was Sienna uh, Analytics. This is machine vision, right? So uh, alongside of AI, just machine vision to me seems like it's getting a lot of run. They have, they they are specific to supply chain, you know, in producing that machine vision AI in supply chain where they're just, they're tracking packages at scale. Right, they, right. they uh, and they're, uh, I, I rewatched them, 50 million packages a day that they have going through their systems right now, uh, recognizing them and in, in, and, and again, quantifying right. whether or not they should be going and all that kind of good stuff. So, uh, or analyzing uh, those packages and stuff like that. So, these are, again, these are the types of, if you're in WMS, you need somebody like Sienna Analytics yep. that you yep. can just stack right on top of your solution. And now you have using existing camera structure, you can uh, really help that your your customers get into the analytics of the packages and stuff like that. Really, yep. really cool stuff.
0: I love a lot of these companies. And we, we, we talked to Pather a few weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe a couple months ago on the show. Yeah, <laughs> time great company. Time is a flat circle, you know. So, <laughs> uh, you know, but all these companies that are taking existing infrastructure, yep. I love that these companies to come in and say, oh, "Hey, the machine
1: vision." Yeah, for exactly. Sure. Like we yeah. don't,
0: we're not coming in here telling you, you need to put in all this new hardware and nope. gadget and technology and rewire nope. everything. No. We're gonna take what you already have. You already probably have security cameras. You already probably have some existing infrastructure. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna layer something on top of it that's gonna yep. take what those things already do and yep. turn it into an analytics data machine that you can gather some insights out of. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. That's a simple, easy yeah. story for any no, company. And it to won't tell.
1: tax the existing system at all. Exactly. Right? We're gonna put this edge compute device. Yep. that's gonna do all the computation. You know, all we need is the camera feed, kind of a thing. Easy stuff. Yeah. But you just t- tacked on whatever. However, many dollars a month now that you're going to get in recurring revenue that are just coming in. Exactly. Uh, and and a, another skill set that you have. So I was, uh, I thought they had a really yeah, good one. That's yeah. good one. Yeah. So I had Zedblock and
0: Fleet Alert on my list. Oh, too. darn. I had to do them. that's okay. The only other two I had listed, one was wait time, which you mentioned earlier, this whole crowd management thing. You what know, a just, nice, simplistic little solution. It is. And, you know, I mean, we even, like, it was a little, We our little gag about it during TechNet Live is like, hey, we're doing crowds again, right? Right. You know, like, <laughs> as we look out on a crowd of 1,400 <laughs> people, you know, sitting there. That's right. For the, at this, you know, this particular session, like, yeah, obviously you know it's a thing again, and <laughs> and yet people still also but at the same time managing crowds is so important. And again, you know yep. we don't we don't look at crowds the same way anymore either. You That's know? right. Crowds are a little different than the, yeah. what they used to be before. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. feel different. They than do. What They do yeah, for sure. So again, there's a, there's an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, which this is another one where they was like super niche, super like, hey, let's get to the point here. TTE, which was all about explosives tracking. I think they may yes. have been a European <laughs> company, I believe. But like their <laughs> whole gimmick was explosives asset tracking. Like you know as you know which I. Saw saw it and go, well, duh. Yes. Like it makes complete sense. Complete sense. If you've uh, got they, explosives for any
1: reason in your business, you want to keep pretty tight lid on that, keep track of them. You and know, they've you wanna... got it dialed in. Yeah, and they what do. a great story. I mean, to your point, I'm, this is very niche, but they are dialed in on it. And and yep. both of us were like within 90 seconds, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. You yeah. know, this, this is a good need here. Well,
0: it's one of those ones that I guarantee
1: there aren't a lot of other people that are doing this. No. And
0: it's a very simple pitch. You go to anybody that has to deal with explosives yes. for any reason whatsoever, sure. you know, yeah. whether it's construction or some kind of infrastructure. Structure yep. work, you know, yep. uh, highways department, whatever it is, military, t- yeah. military, whatever yeah. it is, whatever it is. And you tell them like, "Hey, do you want a better, more efficient way to track <laughs> this highly dangerous stuff that you're <laughs> always working with?" I can't imagine any are going to go. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we're we good. just dump it all in a box over there. We and, got a clipboard. And, yeah, yeah, we're good. <laughs> Joe Joe peeks in out from time to time. We're good. It's fine. You know, like so that's
1: the kind of stuff yeah so but these are the kind of partners right that that were a part of that whole tech connect live and they were on the floor so we will have that video as well up on the site if, you, if you've got yeah, basically you get to relive VARTECH you do, you do I mean, there's you, well, all, all the important, important parts yeah, yeah. Exactly. you can rewatch it I highly recommend that you do because again you get the pur- have to furnish your own cocktail sorry but, well <laughs> yeah, okay but. that's fair that's fair but do it during lunch or whatnot <laughs> you know, have it on in the background just listen to these folks because there's there, we just scratched the surface there's really a lot of good stuff yeah, definitely
0: yeah. Uh, let's rapidly talk real quick we, we had educational sessions obviously and yep. I wish we could record all of these because I know they're oh, always know. they're always golden we get great people to sit on these panels we do we We'd obviously, record one that was our podcast from last yep. week about marketing. Yep. So, if you haven't mm-hmm. checked that out, go back. But we did great stuff on emerging tech, mm-hmm. labor shortages, driving revenue streams, RFID, edge computing, the EVC SaaS we were talking about, mm-hmm. PDU, uh, cannabis, metaverse. That's that's just that's not even half of, <laughs> of the total amount of sessions that we offered. Uh, so it, it's always good stuff. And if you're you know, if you do feel like you missed out on something like that. Again, don't hesitate to reach out, you know, mm-hmm. reach out to a BDM, reach out to your your account manager, ask some questions about like, hey, were, was anybody at Vartech talking about this? Yep. And we'd be happy to put you in touch with some of the folks that were oh, on yeah. those They're on the panels and whatnot. And mm-hmm. and yep. they'd be more than happy to have a discussion with you about, you know, mm-hmm. what's going on in that particular field, what they recommend, mm-hmm. what they see. They'll they'll rehash those, you know, some of the questions and topics they went over. Don't, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just because you didn't get to be there and actually sit in one of the sessions. And uh, even if you were, if you were there, again, you had to pick between like six or seven sessions. Yeah, I think couldn't get you know, to all on each day. Yeah. So if you missed one and you want to know what happened there, reach out. We'll be happy to put you in touch. the with
1: other good news here is keep listening to this show because we will we will continue to definitely. bring on some of these subject matter yep. experts. We get as a part of. We these, get some good ideas. We get great ideas shows. coming out we, of this you show. You and I yeah. were
0: already yesterday talking about like, oh, yeah. well, I, you know, I think we should get on somebody from this company, from 100%. that company. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: so yeah, some yeah. of
0: that will definitely be coming in the future yeah. too. Good topic. Uh, anything else you wanted to add on the educational sessions at all?
1: No, I mean I think you hit it. Although we will be sharing. I think some of the presentations as well on oh, this awesome. landing page that has the Vartech. because again, you know, we we understand Vartec's invite only. Can't get everybody there. Uh, but there's gotta be a way that we can transition some of these educational nuggets uh that come out of it. So yeah. exactly. Like Good I said, stuff, at though. this
0: point all you're really missing out on is maybe a little bit of the drinks and free food, you know? yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. that's about it. Huh. I know that stuff's fun too. <laughs> yeah. But the the stuff that's really important. The reason why we really want everybody there. Yeah, for The sure. reason wh- what we really want to share is gonna be the important stuff that you'll that that's you'll right. appreciate that's and, right. and, that's and right. need to use. Yeah. So yeah. Well hey, before we wrap up talking about Vartech, I do want to give a big shout out to all the folks that make oh, man. VarTech possible. That's it's a so long list, brother. It is. It really is. I'm going to start off with, first of all, the vendors. You know, mm-hmm. all of our vendor partners, they put a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of resources mm-hmm. into, into this show every year. They do. Would not happen without them. Nope. You know, we, we would not be able to do this without them. Yep. Um, and obviously, Best. you know, we give them as much opportunity as we can, obviously, to to, to get in front of uh, bars there and, and yep. to, you know, make their cases. But, you know, we, we need them, their support every year, year in, year out, to make mm-hmm. this show happen. So we appreciate them. Appreciate all those ISVs. You yeah. Know, we mentioned I mean, 100% bigger pool than ever that, you know, have trusted in us. That are willing to take this gamble and, yep. and potentially be part of this channel and yep. see what it can do for them and for their business. We appreciate yep. them. Uh, our marketing team here. at
1: Blue Yeah, Star. it's all internal. I, yeah. I don't think people realize that yeah. that we don't hire an external company right. to put on this show. This <laughs> no. two-day, global, fourteen hundred attendance <laughs> with everything that we just talked about. Going, I mean, there's there are so many moving parts. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, and uh, again,
0: it's it's a months-long process. When we start oh, talking yeah. about. I don't know. We'll be talking. We're we'll probably. You're probably already talking about next year
1: <laughs> I imagine but like we do legitimately in, in we, earnest like it starts really happening April three to four months yeah, yeah exactly April We start show, it up. Yeah. We start up. you know we get the the sessions lined up it is it is a long process but you're right uh if it wasn't for the blue star marketing team and people do things that are not their day job you know, hey, wait a minute. I'm a BDM during the day. What <laughs> the hell am I running a microphone over here for? Just do it. We need somebody to do it, kind exactly, of. Exactly. Yeah. So, and and everybody's usually game.
0: Kudos to them. And then the little bit of help we do get, we get some on site help from folks like Cinecast and help Cinecast us with, out, awesome. with all of the, the presentation session yeah, stuff. If you
1: the, need an AV company, if you do your own shows or anything they like that, are Cinecast fantastic. is fantastic. Yeah, you
0: know, obviously, yeah. I got to spend a lot of time with them this year helping out behind the scenes and yep. some of that stuff. So they're, they're fantastic. They're legit. Stetson, who always helps us out with games. Getting our you yep. know the decoration zone floor yep. up and running, and building all the stuff. Yeah, yep, for sure. And then the Shingle Creek Resort itself, uh if you are for any reason whatsoever looking for a place to hold a show, I
1: uh, uh there one of, I would definitely recommend. Absolutely. Any of the Rosen, so uh or uh, any of the Rosen properties really are Unbelievably well oriented towards events and stuff like that, and that really shined this year. Unfortunately, we were going to have our Monday night event outside, we set it up (laughs) outside, and because the radar showed it wasn't going to rain, nature did not. And then, literally, within a half hour, like a a thunderstorm popped right above us, dumped rain the entire team had moved the entire outdoor event for 1400 people inside and had the bars up and running within 20 minutes and yeah. the food served yeah. within 40 minutes you need i mean that's why we go back to to shingle creek they're they're awesome
0: yeah, yeah. definitely so yeah.
1: good time harry rosen knows what he's doing when he no comes, doubt. When comes to yeah. hotels yeah
0: good we 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 were even talking about that on the floor like just you know just the to- I don't know. It's one of those companies that just you feel like people oh, yeah. have good vibes about it. They're like great people. all the people who worked there were very very super friendly, very, very professional, professional. Really, really appreciate yeah. that. So yeah, for sure. All right, that's our that's our overall recap of Vartech There I think you go. We've covered you know the big stuff. Yes. As we've mentioned several times, we will put some links in the show notes to where you can find some of the videos, some of the content. But don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. Yep. If you're you know, if you want to know about what happened in a certain session, if you you mm-hmm. know want to know like, hey, what was what was Zebra showing off? You know, mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to go. I you know, I hate I hate that I missed it. Yeah, we'll happily help you out with that. You know, we don't want anyone to feel like they're left out just because you you couldn't attend the yeah. show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as always, of course, you know, again, thank back to thanking our vendors, thank our vendors who are part of the TechConnect program. Yes, who support that program as a whole, who mm-hmm. support the podcast in particular as well. We could not do this without you. Uh, as always, if you like the show, if you're watching us on YouTube right now. There's yeah. a like button right down below. There you, you go. That. Subscribe. Hit uh, the subscribe. Smash that subscribe button, yep. as they say. Uh, if for some reason you're not already subscribed to our channel, there's always great content we're putting out there. And what happens if they give us an idea on the well, show? Well, that's, that's just it, Which too. Which they if, can do at any time, right? Any really. time. Really. If you've got an idea for something you want to hear about on the podcast, a topic you want us to cover, a guest you'd like for us to have on, a technology you want us to dive deep Ooh. into... There's always a link in the show notes to submit your ideas. That's right. And just for doing it, we will send you a Tech Connect podcast T-shirt. What? I actually wore that shirt. You did. At our live show that, <laughs> we, that we that was just released last week. So yes. if you want to know what it looks like, I promise it'll probably look better on you than it does on me, <laughs> but uh, especially after two very long days. And can I just say also, this is where I'm going to take a quick aside. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. How grateful we were for James Cordy to be helping us out Oh no with doubt. that session. Yeah. You and I both, I could tell, we both sat down there at oh, that table. Geez. Yeah. I looked at you, you looked at me, it was just like, this is our last major thing we had to do yeah, that yeah, day. Yeah. We're just like, man, we're exhausted. Yeah, Cordy, Thankfully, Pop, Cordy brings in the energy. You get him talking about marketing, he'll go off for an hour, and he, and he totally did what we and needed to do so yeah, yeah, you yeah. and I could just be like, all right, our brains are fried and we'll just, yeah. we'll let Cordy do his thing. So <laughs> I very much appreciate that. So yeah, submit your ideas for the show uh, just for doing so. We'll send you a t-shirt and hopefully we'll use your idea on the show also. We've, we've used some already yep. in episodes we've done before. Yeah. And of course, as always, if you want to stay in touch with us, find out what we're doing, keep connected with us at all times, so talk to us anytime you want. You can always find us on Twitter at Pod. You can also email us techconnect at bluestarinc.com. All right, Dean, let's wrap things up here. So, our usual value of the VAR segment, again, a lot of what we've been talking about yeah. today is very VAR-valued in particular. But yeah. is there any particular takeaways that you would give to somebody, something they can learn, if they, especially if they couldn't have attended? Like, you know, what's what's a takeaway mm. that you think everybody who did attend might have received that you want to make sure that everyone understands? I'm going to pick show? up on
1: the initial theme, you know, that VAR 2.0 mentality that, that I think that, you know, obviously we used it a lot. Uh, during the show to, to kind of open it up and try to get people in the mindset that, that look, okay, yeah, things are a little different now. Right. Business is happening a little differently. Employees are behaving a little differently. Customers are behaving a little differently. So what is that mentality? What does it take to 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 win in the future? Uh, you got to put on that VAR 2.0 hat and 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 think like that, right? Change your mentality. Change your mentality a little, bit. Mentality yes. a little yeah. bit. Everything else kind of falls into place. And, and when you start changing your mentality, you realize you got to get partners. You got to do the types of things. Yep. You got to, you know, dive into the new business models. You have to add to your tech cycle. You have to do these things in order to yeah, win. So yeah. I, I, yeah, that's the big takeaway. I
0: wholeheartedly agree. That was pretty much my kind of same takeaway, too. And the only other thing I'll add on top of that is just the idea of, don't be afraid to make to make changes. Don't mm. be afraid to do new things. Don't be afraid to try. Really something good point. New. Yeah. Uh, if uh, maybe this is that time where maybe you know that industry you've been eyeballing, maybe it's the time to start dipping your toe in there and finding maybe out is this, RFID is this, or something. Yeah, like that, Right. Is there yeah. a place I can go here? Mm-hmm. In, because again. The partnership ecosystem is probably as strong as it's ever going to be right mm-hmm. now, and 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 well, I mean, hopefully it keeps getting stronger, but mm-hmm. it's definitely the strongest it probably has been at this point. Yeah. And again, I think if you're you know if you're willing to be open to that, if you're willing to be open to new ideas, to new partnerships, new relationships, the folks that were there. Hopefully, felt that and understood. Like, man, I, I can't imagine anybody who left that show thinking, like, "Nope, I'm going to stay as insular as I've always been." <laughs> I, I seriously doubt that. So, I, that would be my biggest recommendation. You know, there are some folks out there that like. I know we got uh, our
1: core. We need to protect our core right, and stuff right. like
0: that. But you know, yeah, there's room. But I yeah, there's there's room. there's room for that opening, and don't don't be afraid to to. Mm-hmm. You know, to I'm not saying you. You know, dump half your business no, into a whole new no, exploration. Just no. maybe like, you know, find one of those little, you know, whiteboard projects of ideas. You're like, you know, we'd love to explore this and dive a little deeper into it yep. over the coming year.
1: Again, I would encourage people to go back to Dan uh, uh, Dan's uh, Bratlin's uh, presentation on, you know, how to grow your business or kind right, of that, right. you know, where the sales, pr- the Kaizen approach. Incremental changes applied over a long period. Yep. That's what you got to think there about. Right. Agreed. There you go. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's wrap up, as always, with our favorites. Yes, and What's sir. Tech Connecting with you? This yep. is where we're going to talk about something from the world of science, tech, innovation. Someone's got our eye, caught our attention, we want to chat about. What's yep. Tech Connecting
1: with you this week? All right. So if I already threw this one out, tell me. All right. But, but here's the headline. The Nuclear Regulatory Commission certified plans for the first small- Modular nuclear. Oh, you have not covered this one yet. Let's okay, hear it. cool. So this system is expected to go online in Idaho here in 2029. Uh, what it is basically is it's like this mini nuclear reactor. It has 12 modules. Apparently, these things are built. It kind of sounds like you know, it's like a modular house, right? But, it, but right. it's like this modularity. Each one of these little modules does 50 megawatts of production. Uh, but it's really kind of the first time that the U.S. is going to start getting into or allowing these smaller nuclear reactor systems for power production. Look, I mean, we all know where we're at with energy, right? Right, I mean, it's like, I don't want to say it's a crisis, but we got issues. We got to do something different. We got to do something different. Fossil fuels are going to end someday. And you've got the political things that are happening in Europe, blah, blah, blah. Uh, All those kinds of things. I personally am a fan of nuclear. I don't know why we wouldn't do it. I mean, I get it. You know, the whole risk that it yeah, has, yeah, but yeah, I think nuclear yeah. is, is safe. <laughs> right. And when you think about the power consumption that we need and and the sun die, you know goes down every day and the wind doesn't blow every day, right, so right. you have to have these things that are going to augment those types of sustainable things. I think nuclear is a good one. But anyway, that's just my personal opinion. It's interesting, though, that, that now we're going to have this first kind of small modular so, nuclear So adapter. what's the
0: picture with it being like a smaller modular thing? Is it footprint that
1: it's more small. safer, a smaller footprint? Uh, smaller footprint, safer. Um, it's still a water reactor in the sense that it's right. basically boiling water. But I guess to, if you have one small reactor turbine. meltdown, it's not as bad as having one Correct. big one. So Correct. I guess, yep. I, okay, yep. I can yep. see that. I don't that. think the technology is different, like fusion or fission kind right, of a thing, right. but, it, but it's just the way in which it's manufactured. I'm not a nuclear person, but... You're not? No, <laughs> but, but, you know, yes, it has those benefits. It's supposed right. to be like, and if something does happen, it's very contained, very small. Gotcha. It's not this mass, right, right. huge reactor that you can see from miles away when you see a picture of it it looks like like a really small factory. I huh. mean it's like not big at all. But but it you know can produce a lot, a lot of power. So, awesome. Okay. Yeah. That's so really we'll cool. See. Yeah, You might get one of these little small ones in your backyard someday. I don't know. That's why I guess they're starting in Idaho. Not a lot of... <laughs> that's true. There's some pretty big backyards in Idaho. And if yeah. the potatoes so, get, you know, 10x the size, then we know there's something maybe. Uh, hey, there's more wrong. French fries for all of us, you know. So <laughs> What's tech connecting with you?
0: Uh, all right. So this is an interesting little article I came across that um, a company called EVE, which is a, an eVTOL Toll pioneer. These are like... Um, they get like air taxis, basically. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got, so, got it. a, a VTOL being vertical takeoff and landing. Oh, got you know? it. So, yes. uh, so basically air taxis, they're they're running a simulation this month. May have actually already probably already started and be in and, and be um, ongoing right now. Uh, here in September, uh, so a simulation in Chicago is the first North American simulation of what they call UAM, urban air mobility. So we've, okay. I think we've kind of hinted at this stuff before, but yeah. rather than you this know, is Jetsons, yeah, rather than okay. your autonomous taxis and you know autonomous vehicles on the roadways, having autonomous flying vehicles. Well, no. I take it back. Okay, I take it back. These are not autonomous yet. Oh, but okay. it's still you know like so it's piloted, piloted yep. simplistic air taxis, Got you it. know, for for everyday
1: use. No, wait, they're going like, to like test this in Chicago. Well,
0: now they're testing it with helicopters they oh. don't actually have the actual <laughs> vehicles yet oh the, the, they, the, the vehicles are still somewhat in a conceptual stage and not ready for full testing okay so instead they're testing out the infrastructure of this oh. like oh, how right. is this going to work what do you need to make it happen they're actually going to they're, they're letting people actually sign up like passengers sign up to do it so they're going to do like real routes yeah so like basically you yeah, want to go from it, the it, Sears tower exactly. out to the wherever so it's like trying the whole thing out but with not with Got the final it. technology Got but with, with what it. we currently have I like it so I think it's like you know up to like four people on a pilot or whatever. And when's each vehicle. this going now? It's starting this month actually, here in oh. September. They're supposed to start uh, it said ground testing is starting, uh, they had yeah, it's on September 12th and then running basically for a few weeks throughout this month. So by now, nice. maybe they may have been done testing most of it or gotcha. still ongoing. But basically, we're doing weekday morning and afternoon flights. They wanted to experience what the commute was going to be like. You know, again, yep. just trying to figure out all the nuanced little factors. Got this, it. Which, uh, super smart. Because yeah. Crawl, walk, sometimes run. Sometimes, I feel like there's a lot of these companies that have great ideas. Oh, we got it all figured out. And they build yeah, it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Just and give me a lot am- of money. Yeah, we they implement can- yeah. it, and they don't realize, oh, like, oh, shoot. we didn't account for XYZ and <laughs> random human stuff really? and, really? you know, the nuances of city planning and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. at least, it seems like they're taking a smart approach by saying, like, hey, let's simulate what this would be like before we do dump millions of dollars and throw our technology out there and maybe try
1: to do it. Maybe we will have the Jetsons before you and I, you know, go under maybe. their I next mean, life. I mean, that'd
0: be kind of cool to go to, you know, you 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 know, you go to a nice big city and right after sit in traffic, yeah. you know, moving yeah. around You're the city in an Uber or something. What do you call something. them? U-A- whatever would uh, <laughs> U-A-M, yeah. U-A-M, so
1: yeah. I think it'd be Get us fun. downtown, no problem. There you go. Yeah, no traffic. Exactly. That's awesome. All
0: right, that's What's Tech Connecting with us. So until next time, um, maybe um, watch out for a mini nuclear reactor showing yes. up in your backyard. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, go take a test flight of a uh, eVTOL UAM yes. future Jetsons technology. I love it. And as always, folks, please stay tuned. <laughs> Tech Tech Podcast is also brought to you by Elo. You know, Elo knows a thing or two about touchscreen technology. Yeah, right, a little bit. They've been at that game for a
1: little while Quite little some time. Yeah. Really, really good at it.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, now they are bringing those decades of touchscreen experience to the palm of your hand Ooh. with the M50 handheld mobile computer.
1: Tell me more, please.
0: It's an enterprise-grade Android device built for efficiency and connectivity. All right, check out the, some specs here. Yep, yep, yep. Let's read them Lay them on me. 5.5-inch HD touch display. Very nice integrated 2d barcode scanner even better android 10 os oh yeah got rugged it. design for commercial
1: use wait 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 so we can bounce it around
0: yes we were just talking about that too like bouncing yep. devices around yep. you know you
1: absolutely try stuff out still you know, gonna work our proving squad they've
0: probably done something with this it's if, if they haven't already you know we'll maybe we'll get this one over to them be like hey elo says this is rugged let's try it out guys yep Uh, The M50 is ready to seamlessly integrate via EloView or the MDM of your choice. Mm. All right. What else might you want here, Dean? Long battery life?
1: Oh, check. Got to have that. Got it. Quick charge? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Please. Wi-Fi? Bluetooth? 4G? Have to. All that stuff is included. Plenty of accessories? Yes. Oh, so modular? You can
0: add stuff to it? Man, modular is like, that's the work. If this was Pee Wee's Playhouse,
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know. That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's our word of the day. They know what they're doing at I just shredded my throat doing that. Wee's not in my vocal range. Right. The M50 is a bold choice for enterprises like warehousing, retail, healthcare, delivery, and more. To learn more, check out the link in the show notes or contact Blue Star's ELO team. The Technic Podcast is brought to you by Zebra. Dean there's a little bit of a worker revolution going on right now yeah a little bit just yep. just mm-hmm. just a little, little yeah, you know little tiny great resignations way. and yeah, these times yeah, of, yeah. Okay. so whether your customers are having trouble filling positions or want better retention a mm-hmm. big goal is helping every worker to be more efficient and productive nice every task worker without mobile access to relevant information is forced to take more steps and more time to complete tasks eroding operational efficiency. Mm. So now connecting disconnected workers is easy with Zebra's WS50. It's the world's smallest all-in-one Android enterprise class wearable mobile computer. But this device is rugged, it's modular. We were just talking about modular Modular. nuclear stuff. Yes, we were, yes. Here's something else that's modular. Uh And at home everywhere from manufacturing and warehousing to retail and hospitality. It's a versatile computing core with a modular design, there it is again, that lets users choose the mount that's right for the job, wrist, back of hand, or two finger. Uh, The WS50 mobile computer is small but mighty, packed with powerful business class voice and data features that drive productivity and accuracy uh, into every task. It is lightweight and ergonomic, comfortable, and never in the way. Plus, with no host device required, the WS50 is the first of its kind offering powerful data capture with all-in-one Android device simplicity.
1: Holy moly, they got it all figured out. They don't do. They? Yeah. I mean I'm sold. Yeah, just slap yeah. one
0: of these things on your hand and, and you go boom. Yo, go do your job. WS50. That's it, right there. That's all you need. Uh to learn more, check out the link in the show notes or contact your Blue Star Zebra representative.